Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie, Eric Siska. What is that oh movie? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not Out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're gonna be talking all about it on December seventh, which is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> at White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City, and this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help right. out with rent a cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venue. So I guess this is the new normal gang, only wherever <laughs> Steve's legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue and it's really close to the train if you're like you're in the in the city or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far, right? Path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December 7th, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be Hello, uh, everyone. I'm alone today, so it's a one-man podcast. The fuck uh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be reading. Pardon the, me. I will be reading the news. Uh, I love how Steve told us to wait outside and then started recording as if we weren't going to follow him into the studio. Unbelievable. You got a key to that door? Uh, no. All right, Steve. What do you want? I am going to be. In Washington, D.C. on Friday. Oh, shit. The nation's capital. The nation's you capital. You're going to be picking it in? The nation turns its lonely eyes at you? Is that the lyric? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, doing the District Improv Festival. Nice. Uh, which is a, a D.C.-centric improv festival. I would uh, hope so. Uh, yeah. D.C.-centered, actually. Is what Aptly it is. named. Uh, I thought it would be in Iowa. So it's the D.C. <laughs> universe? Yeah it's, a, okay. yeah. it's a D.C. comics. I'll be dressed as Superman. I'll, I'll probably wear a comic book t-shirt. I would guarantee I'm wearing a comic book t-shirt. It's either a comic book t-shirt, flannel shirt, or a comic book t-shirt under a flannel shirt. That's more than likely what's going to happen. It's Friday night at 9 p.m. Go to districtimprov.org for tickets and show information. I'm doing a show with uh, my improv group called Swartzlander. They're very funny. Everyone should go out in in, uh, D.C. Right. Now, now, Steve, this is only valid, of course, if Mm. you're downloading this episode the week it comes out. Exactly. So the the calendar date of this gig is... Friday, November 11th. There it is. Uh, Only a few days after the country goes to hell yeah so yeah. that's what you want to be in dc Ooh. this weekend right? oh yeah that's where the riots begin and you could see schwartzlander <laughs> yes so it's uh yeah friday november 11th districtimprov.org for tickets schwartzlander at 9 p.m there you go that's that's it. there it is Wait, all is right district 19 improv festival is it, you district can turn it... improv oh okay i thought you were gonna God, turn it cabin just get, oh, cabin just stop just yeah, um... fucking ruining this he's trying to sell some tickets and you're fucking it up because someone's gonna happened. be like oh i heard chris cabin say it was this and i heard eric siska say it's that did you guys I... know that chris cabin was doing improv at the iowa improv <laughs> festival <laughs> no now you really fucked it up <laughs> nope 
Over. One more plug. Yes. Do it one Do more. The whole Clean info. it. Clean plug. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm doing this show by myself today. No. Uh, it's districtimprov.org. Swartzlander, 9 p.m. Friday, November 11th at the District Improv Festival. There it is. Now on today's program, we're talking about one of the creepiest films of all time. <laughs> I'm not going to use the spectacular theme song, but it almost qualified. It's called Don't Tell Her It's Me. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siskin. And we hate movies. <laughs> Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in to the program as always this week. Like we said at the top of the show, don't tell her it's me, a.k.a. what? The Boyfriend um, the, School. Oh, yeah, the Boyfriend School. For a second, I thought you were looking for a title that would describe this. Like, no, no. Like, like, like the Lonely Rapist or, uh, <laughs> or uh, Mark Duplass's Creep. <laughs> <laughs> it's from 1990, directed by a fella named Malcolm Mowbray. Uh, this is a Steve Gutenberg vehicle uh, and Shelley Long's riding shotgun with that, uh, uh, yeah, Jamie Getz. Jamie Gertz. Gertz. And B- Bernie you... Getz's daughter. Oh, yeah, oh. that's right. The, the Subway Avenger. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> daughter of Subway Avenger. I wish her dad was Bernie Getz. He goes, fucking straighten this guy out. <laughs> oh, straighten him right out. But only if he takes the subway. That's only where vengeance he, is taken. And if he's African-American, obviously. That's yeah, that's, that's, how, that's how Bernard saw it. Well, you also got Kyle MacLachlan. Yeah. So and you got uh, her, her, his uh, Twin Peaks co-star, Matchin Amick. Uh, there's an extra that looks a lot like Tim Conway coming up. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that was a sweet find. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, Sparkle Motion for a scene. Oh, oh yeah, yeah right. whatever a very that disturbing is. scene. Yeah, yeah. Well, so let's get into it. This is a it's a rom com of sorts mm-hmm. in where Shelley Long is a a romance novelist, and her brother Steve Gutenberg is recently recovering from a bout with cancer mm-hmm. with Hodgkin's with Hodgkin's. Um and uh yeah she hatches quite uh, a, a a disgusting plan to get him laid possibly for the first time criminal i would say criminal it's a criminal enterprise yeah, I think so. yes yeah 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 criminal enterprise yeah she could totally press charges at the oh, end of this absolutely yeah. easily in and a nutshell and, and she should in a nutshell, this this is an entire movie. This is a feature-length film made out of that last bit in Revenge of the Nerds when the dude's pretending to be Darth someone Vader. else. Well, he's not pretending no. to be Darth Vader. Yes, he is. What? She was dating Darth Vader. Right? Oh, she <laughs> thought she was going to have sex with David Prowse and it turned out to be this guy? Oh, David Man, how, how disappointing when he, does, he can't do the voice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's the question. If you want to fuck Darth Vader, ladies and yeah, gentlemen, I'll go, yeah. we'll go around the horn here. Yeah, would you rather fuck? Not would you rather? Would you be better served having sex with David Prowse or James L. Jones? I mean, oh. phone sex. We know where we're going. James I mean, Earl Jones. I feel like that's also. You want to have sex with someone for the story? I think that also. <laughs> yeah, helps. I think James Earl Jones. <laughs> is yeah, the no story. one would care that you fucked they'd, David Prowse. They'd say who? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you tell someone you fucked James Earl Jones, like, wow, you fucked James Earl. You Jones. took all of that. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good God. Well, I mean, yeah. you're right, but who knows? 
Chris we, Cabin, this is a family show. Uh-huh. And we that's ca- one demerit. <laughs> demerit. Oh, Lord. Um, yeah, because what this movie is, is Steve Gutenberg pretends to be someone else, and under that guise has sexual intercourse with Jamie Gertz. <laughs> yep. And ruins her life for approximately four and a half minutes. So, but we, we open uh, in South Carolina, Charleston. Uh, we've got uh, my least favorite kind. Of, my no, I, that's not true. One of my <laughs> least favorite kinds of opening. My least favorite kind of opening is a fake, a fake, fake movie, fake movie. But this is a. Is this the story I'm trying to tell? No, it's this one. Oh, oh actually, wait, it's that. It's All right, because like the they do narrator. The, yeah, they do the rewind sound effect, yeah. and it's like nur, 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 nur. no, I was just writing my romance novel. So we open yeah. on a dock. No, we open on a big mansion, <laughs> and it rewinds. Why does it have to rewind? Just I'll change t- it. I'll tell you why. Because later in this movie, it turns out she has a recorder. And oh, she's talking right. to her recorder there. Wait, this this whole movie was inside that recorder? Yeah. And oh, that shit. whole recorder was inside the mind of Tommy Westphal? It, it, <laughs> it is oddly reminiscent of Christopher Nolan's Inception. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, nods to Don't Tell Her It's Me in yeah. Christopher Nolan's Inception. It's a shame your kid can't talk. I wonder how many television shows and movies are going on inside that snow globe. <laughs> you ever look at the chart of that? Oh, it's like everything. It's, it's fucking impressive. <laughs> that kid is creative. <laughs> <laughs> that kid's won a lot of Emmys. Um, so yeah, we open with a... That cuts into... It's like Shelley Long, you find out that she's a romance novelist. We cut to a cartoon opening, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we want. That's what yes. you want. And this this cartoon is... So Steve Gutenberg is like an illustrator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, cartoonist. Well, he's, he's fat, too. Well, yeah. He's a great, well, he's well, a great big fat guy. Uh, but this is like... We were saying this yeah, while we were watching fat. It. The uh, <laughs> The drawing suggests that the geniuses behind Ziggy... <laughs> Have a case against this movie easily because the Goot's like character that he draws or whatever is kind of just Ziggy. It's a it's a big round. It's fat like guy. it's like Ziggy, but it's kind of like more towards um like a Kirby Jigglypuff esque <laughs> yeah, shape. If, if Ziggy was more you know human sized, yeah, that's not, I mean he is he's like wait, a human sized Ziggy. Wait, is Ziggy famously like? Like he's tiny. Com- I he's he's compact. He's yeah, like he's barely tiny. Wait, with I don't know you guys. You know, I don't know the Ziggy, Ziggy. comic book verse oh, okay. that you guys read. But well, I know which calendar you're getting for Christmas. <laughs> Does he like shrink down and like go through keyholes and he's getting into adventure? Not no, Ant Man. No, no, no. What is? No. What is? He's, he? he's just making a bunch of cute observations. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's just like, like a, he's just a grocery like a... store. Oh, whoops! But then he meets <laughs> Hank Pym, and then it all goes. <laughs> Hey, Ziggy, I'm Hank Pym. You want a suit I can sell you? Hold on a second. I just got to smack this. Uh... Oh, my wife. <laughs> well, that's in the oh, comic right. books, yes, right? Yes, yes, in yes, the yes, comic book yes, history. No, that's not Michael Douglas. Not Michael no. Douglas. No. no, that's not him laying waste to Catherine Zeta-Jones. He actually <laughs> pleasured her famously to the point of cancer to bring it around. To yeah, I, I, I fucked her till I almost killed myself. Um... So yeah, so he's drawn these little Ziggy cartoons. We meet him, and this is this is the Goot. He's he's overweight, and he's also been receiving chemotherapy. Yeah, and this makeup that they got him in, he looks like Jason Voorhees. <laughs> he does. He really does because he's like there's some of the rem- reminiscence, like the the, 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 the hair is hanging the, yeah. off remnants oh, of his, yeah. his once great Goot 
fro that but he it's always like has. These long, just these long. It's like a bald head with just some long pieces of hair here and there, and it's, it, <laughs> he looks like Jason Voorhees. He really does. You know what? Actually, kind of more accurately, in Friday Four, when Corey Feldman shaves <laughs> yes, his yes, head, actually. like yeah. very, very oh, swiftly, when he does an impromptu Jason cosplay, real quick. Yeah, okay. I, that's kind of close. You know what? Maybe. Steve Gutenberg's playing uh, Tommy Jarvis. Oh, oh wow! Because he kind of go, he goes crazy at the end of five. They kind of got rid of that doll, right? Oh, so was he, that him in that? Yeah, it was. So five? He, yeah, he so runs out. He, he runs wants off. to be Jason. Yes, he runs off to South Carolina, and then he decides to <laughs> get cancer. Well, yeah. No one decides. Decides <laughs> to get He walks up and says, "Sign me up," <laughs> and then he decides to, uh, I guess, kind of like. He's pulling a con. It's a yeah. con job is what we're, we're dealing with here. So Shelley Long, uh, we, we open on uh, Shelley Long coming to his house. He's eating a bunch of Hungry Man dinners. And the weird thing is like his head is because they didn't actually buy a fat suit. They just bought like fat makeup to put around his head. So it's like roundish. But like he's still skinny, Steve. Steve he looks like Vincent Price playing the the Eggman in the in the Batman <laughs> yes. original series. He just he does look like a boiled egg. That was the yeah. first thought I when I saw him. I was like, oh it's my like a God. yeah, you know, it's like a Christopher Lloyd Fester Adams situation. Yes. And again, we're not making fun. I want to be clear: we're not making fun of cancer victims. We're making no. fun of bad makeup and movies. Yeah, well, yes. of course, everybody yes. knows that. I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> well, don't worry about it. We're all right. All right. All right. We're all right. All right. Uh, so. So she's like criticizing him, like eating all this food, and it's like, dude, be thankful he's got an appetite. What are you even doing? Yeah, right I now? think he's just in remission at the beginning of the film. Like it's it's just over. Like yesterday, he's like he's still taking like like medicine. Pills, yeah. She's like bringing him medicine. And I think it's supposed to be like the last batch or yeah. whatever it is. And, and she's, like, well, she's got to get back on the horse. Yes, yeah, she's like, okay, the last pills have been down. Now let's get it wet. And, <laughs> and you're like, wait, 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 he's just getting over cancer, and you. His sister uh-huh. are super concerned about him having sex. That's what this movie he, is. She oh, needs ew. to guide it right in there. She guided in there. Well, because she knows romance. Well, I, he, she wrote the book. He Several. needs. I, I mean, he needs rest. Like, just <laughs> stop. Stop fucking telling him to go. All these. He's fine. Let him sleep a little bit yep. more, and then yeah. like two weeks, two maybe a month. I, I would say even a couple of months. I mean, just get my back God. on the horse. You, you know, you, you get some movies going. Maybe you start going out. You go to the diner for lunch. That's like a big outing. That's a big step. That's mm-hmm. Being outside for more than three hours yep. at a time. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You ever have a surgery? You're like, oh, man, I can go out today. This is exciting. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not like, well, when are you going to fuck? Excuse me, sir. When are you going to fuck? <laughs> yeah. And that person saying, excuse me, sir, is your older sister. Ew. Question. Yeah. Because we find this out later. We don't find this out later, actually. It's, it's an open-ended uh, question. Well, you know, that's the, uh, the ambiguity of don't tell her it's me is what makes this such a classic. Is he a virgin? <sighs> no. no. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think he is. I think really? so, too. Yeah. I think we, we have no evidence to the contrary, Chris. I'm curious. I, think that, I mean, like, because I feel like, <laughs> I kind of feel like you would have to make a point of saying that. Okay, that's fair. You would have but to make a point maybe, of being like, it's my first time. I don't want to do it right after I had cancer. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, well, to be fair, we talked over a lot of this movie. Yeah, yes, We could have missed something. Also, I'm imagining that your older sister wouldn't be so committed to your to getting you laid if you didn't have a severe problem with getting uh, Well, yes. here is where I think that. I think that comes from her trying to escape her um, awful, 
awful family. Oh, oh let's get right. I think that's more this of the situation. This marriage is hanging on by a thread. And I think she's getting a little thrill out of... Uh, Living uh, through his, his, his thing. Oh, Cancer-ridden bot. Yeah. It, it's really weird. <laughs> it's really, really fucking it's, weird. This is an odd film. This is, a, this is an off, off And train. also, we should say that this is apparently impossible to find. I didn't know that. It is so... The I went on Amazon and a freaking DVD, at this point, used DVD, $78. Just... I want to. I want to. Yes. I want to message that person on the internet and be like, "Why? What? What makes you justify you know that price? Because there's I, only five left in the world." <laughs> I kind of want to message that person myself and say, "Sold." <laughs> uh, I got the work print, Eric. If you want. It. Oh really? Yeah. It, oh wow. Does it have like the temp music that they borrowed from other movies? Yep, and, and, and then like Doctor Loomis dies in the end of this one. And it's got like it's it's filmed in a stairway, like down. Like, the TV is at the bottom of the steps. The camera's at the top of the steps. It's really Dude, good. I would take a I would take a bootleg of this movie. A boot, this is sick boot. What a sick boot, boot? A sick boot. Get it on the boot. Yeah, I, is that an express? Is that yeah, a popular you, term? Uh, uh, yeah, it's derived from bootleg. <laughs> okay. Well, the, the, you never heard the boot? Get it on the boot? No. Wow. Wow. Where are you from? New York. New York. You gotta get out more. Literally yeah. an hour from you. <laughs> well, clearly what you guys are saying is an Albany experience. Of course. It's more of a Utica saying. <laughs> so uh she's just yeah, she's up his ass and he's like, Lady, would you stop then we meet Jamie Gertz. Right. Uh who's she's a writer. A, yeah, like well, I guess a reporter. A journalist, yeah. No, let's not get nuts. <laughs> she writes for this local paper. What's it called? The Grackle? The Grackle. The Grackle. The Grackle. So they, oh, exactly. I love that. You get Sports Jeopardy on that. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, does it stream Joe Dirt too? <laughs> yeah, get it on Grackle. So the Grackle is like the local newspaper in this Charles, Charleston, South Carolina. I don't know if it's modeled off of a real paper. Looks I, abandoned from the outside. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it looks like the town burned down yesterday. It's really weird. And I don't know if this was filmed on location because Charleston, South Carolina itself is a very nice town. Mm-hmm. So, but this looks like a fucking, it looks like like uh, like uh, uh, Don Johnson and a boy and his dog. You remember that? That movie, oh, a yeah. post-apocalyptic <laughs> film. Speak, that movie's also, I think, centers around uh, getting laid a little bit as well. Yeah, it's him and a talking dog, and he's going around having sexual intercourse. Yeah. Don Johnson, not the talking dog. Yes, yes, thank God. Yeah, talking dog's there though. He's talking, got. Some if you want to see a talking dog try to get laid, you got to watch Food Fight. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> or uh, Jerry Lee, and uh, he doesn't. Oh, talk, right. K nine. <laughs> he doesn't have to bow, talk. Bow, and doesn't... Chris Cabin. What are some other movies where dogs have sex? <laughs> dogs have sex. Hooch. Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch. Yeah. Um, Turner Look who's talking now. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Oh, I think bingo. bingo! Yeah, bingo gets it wet. That's right. Wait, Homeward, wait is any of those? Is any of those, any of those, any of those mutts in Homeward Bound? No, LA? those those no, films are marred with too much tragedy. I believe the uh, the is it Robert Redford Golden Retriever is like romancing a lady dog in the second one in San Francisco. Uh, okay, oh, oh, late, Robert Redford's not doing the voice of that dog. Who's doing the dog? The dog from in the first movie, I believe it was Donna Michi. Oh, yeah. oh, and then right. he bit it. R.I.P.D. Yeah. Uh, Lady and the Tramp, yeah, that's a famous yep. one. Where uh, that's like the that's like the uh, the top dog sex yeah, movie. That's that's, that's <laughs> a top. <laughs> There's that whorehouse scene in Milo and Otis. That's oh, a really good right. Movie. They, right. When, uh, they, they get that money. They... Oh, and o- course, Otis's I... old man like takes him to the yeah. Oh, and we're forgetting the biggest one, Beethoven second. <laughs> oh, did you know right. apparently in Milo and Otis they abuse those animals nonstop? Oh, did they really? I read oh, about that. Wow. Like it was you know. Oh, it, what making the movie? Yeah, like oh. I think there were they went through a couple of animals. Oh no, there were the... several Otai? Yeah, I think it's not an Ameri- oh. it's not an American movie. No, they I think dubbed it. Was, it. 
Japan or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a tragedy. Yeah, that's I heard they, they killed a ton. Oh, man. <laughs> you think Dudley Moore was behind that? Like, that dog keeps stepping on my lines. <laughs> Get what, him. Was he in that movie? <laughs> he does the voice, I think, of Otis or, or of Milo. One oh, of them. Wow. I don't yeah, remember that. Yeah. Movie. I don't think that he's the voice of That dog's supposed to run from here to there while I talk. He's um, doing it wrong. Kill him. <laughs> I think. <laughs> what is he looking at? Daily? Yeah, I know. He's, in a, he's around the world recording in a sound booth. <laughs> Dude, that unless... dog can't get that can open. You've got to kill him. That's actually... <laughs> At one point, Dudley Moore was controlling Hollywood, and he could pick up a phone and tell you tell anyone to kill a dog. And it would... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Between Ten and Arthur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whatever he, he wants. That, that, was, that was the sweet spot for laying down a dog murder request. <laughs> Oh, whatever. So, yeah, she's a writer for this paper. Her her boss, by the way, her sexy boss, Kyle McLaughlin. Mm. He's doing it for me, I gotta say. Oh, Absolutely. yeah, he's Wearing great. the most ridiculous sunglasses I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, those are something else. Every it, outfit he's in is ridiculous. It's pretty great. I mean, this for this dude, the 80s have not ended. This movie's 1990, so, like, we're making this movie in the 80s, but you can tell this particular kind of guy yeah. let the 80s just slide right towards, like, 90s. Yeah, he's, he's having a good time, man. Let it ride. Totally. These sunglasses in particular are straight out of fucking Wild Wild West. Because they've got like side panels. Yeah, yeah which are normally reserved for old people while driving. <laughs> or people in the post-apocalypse. Yeah, or, yes. or that. Yeah, a boy and his dog. Oh, there's some of those cool sunglasses. Might be any day now. Any day. You know yeah. what? Clock's ticking. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Might happen tonight, actually. The day this episode comes out. Yeah. Oh right. The, yeah. Oh, so shit. well, I, let's hoping... let's not talk about it. Let's let the people have some relief. Yes, sure. we're yes. here to have fun. Levity. Talk and about this weird romantic comedy. They're you know someone's listening to this and they're seeing all the windows being broken out next door and the <laughs> chaos consuming the town. But let's yeah. So she uh, she gets assigned by her boss to cover a romance a romance novelist convention. Okay. A lovebury. Oh, a loveberry. Are you all children, by the way? Jamboree. Uh, loveberry. Oh, it's yes. a loveberry. Yeah. Oh, I got it wow. now. Well, <laughs> to answer your question, I am. I, I do consider myself a child at heart. Yeah. No, yeah. just in general. Oh, okay. <laughs> that too. <laughs> I, that's what I try to tell the feds. Uh, yeah, I'm a minor. You know what, though? This is what's the most unbelievable part about this movie. We're showing this like romance writers convention where all these romance novel fans and, and creatives are coming together in one weird hotel ballroom in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh-huh. Not a single fucking Garfield sweatshirt. <laughs> No Warner Brothers, you know, Looney Tunes <laughs> yeah, paraphernalia. Yeah, Looney nowhere. Tunes with attitude sweatshirts. None of those. I think, Give I think me a break. The Looney Tunes ones, I think there was there was a resurgence in the in the more towards the mid nineties, maybe. Oh, it was like a ninety four thing before the Warner Brothers store opened is what you're saying. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. All right, that fine. Was, that was that's pre <laughs> this is pre WB and then there's post WB, and <laughs> yeah. that's just the way the world is. Wait a second though. So all right, but you're telling me there's nary a Kathy t shirt around. <laughs> there would that's be Kathy. There would be be cat sweaters. There would Uh be all that stuff. Nothing. You're right. You're you're right. There's just. Well, you're right. (laughs) Oh, you know. You know what's. You know what's also conspicuously missing. Some BUM equipment. Oh, guaranteed. You'd see that there. Big dog sweaters. Where are they? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Some big dog t-shirts out of with like him doing like Glengarry Glen Ross or something. (laughs) What? (laughs) That would be very hard to convey in it. This is embroidery. There were. 
There were hundreds of those T-shirts. Yeah. I guarantee you that one didn't exist. <laughs> I guess it would be like water bowls or for closers. What ABB, do do? always be barking. Yeah, a, do- a, a dog's at a chalkboard pointing I'm, at things. A dog at a chalkboard. Well, now I've heard it all. Pointing at things like <sighs> bones. I would wear that today. <laughs> Happily. We got to get that. Um, do you think maybe the Bugle Boy shows up? Probably, oh, yeah. That the Bugle right. Boy himself. A couple be. Arizona jeans in the house. The so, point is, there's the people at this conference are way too well dressed for what the reality is. Uh, and while she's covering this uh, conference, she meets Shelley Long and right. decides to do a feature on her. Is that my understanding? Yeah, because she's got like a gnome de plume, and yeah. so she like discovers who Shelley Long is, and she's like, "Wow, this is a hot scoop for someone, probably." Yeah, page like. 59 of 60 in the magazine, like right before the personal ad. Below yeah. the fold, I think. Yeah, it's a below the fold for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, the grackle fold. Man, that's low. The grackle fold. I like uh, Below great. the that's grackle fold. Filthy, that's like a Ro- Robert Ludlum novel. <laughs> I was going to say H.R. Geiger. <laughs> Robert Ludlum's Below the Grackle Fold. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25. And for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction. and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time. And the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down as a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash WHM. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you could lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. 
You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the Rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. So she's like, hey, oh, you know, you're, you're a lady. Why don't you come over to my house for dinner? And, you know, you can meet my brother who's really handsome and really cool and you'd uh, love each other. Gus, yeah. what was his last name? Kubitschek? Kubitschek. Kubitschek. Yeah. Gus the, Kubitschek. They should just call him the Kube. Yeah. <laughs> they should call him the Kube. He should also be called Gus Michael Kubitschek because this is oh. well, this is a kind of a crime that's a three-name three crime kind yeah. of a thing. Oh, no, guaranteed. If you see Gus Michael Kubitschek. <laughs> He's considered heavily armed. He may have a pipe bomb. Nobody saw him. He's considered to have been captured by aliens. <laughs> he might be talking in a odd accent. <laughs> oh, we'll get there in just a quick second, won't we? Uh, so, yeah, so she comes over for dinner, and you want to talk about rivaling the dinner scene in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> this, I think, is the second most awkward dinner scene in history. Because like, it's a really uncomfortable situation for her to begin with. Like, going to somebody's house you don't know, and then you have yeah. to, like... You have to meet their family. There's a kid involved. There's a kid that doesn't talk. No. That they call Piglet. <laughs> oh, Piglet. You again. <laughs> oh, Piglet, who let you out of the cellar? So, to be clear, it's a little girl. Eat your fish heads, Piglet. <laughs> I want to give some context. For Piglet, please. Uh, it's a little, a cute little girl, just cute as any any little kid you'd see in the t- in a movie. Yeah. Uh, whose name I think is Emily or Emily Bath or something. An- An- Annabelle. 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 But they call her Piglet, and I mean, yep. like everybody's calling her Piglet. The which- wrong twin drowned Piglet. <laughs> <laughs> and she's mute, or she has some problem. She's Who pre-verbal. Knows? They call that. Yeah, yeah, even though she's what, like three or something. She's I don't know three. when kids start talking. But. It's Me before neither. three. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, she's like really weird and uncomfortable. But they're just calling this kid Piglet. That's yeah. not helping. No, no. That's, you know what's going to do? It's going to give her a, a lot of problems growing up. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know what they called me? Piglot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Piglot! You off the canyon or what? No, leave me alone. Hey, Piglot, get out of here. Your slot bucket's ready. Leave St- me alone. Stop sucking on those screws, Piglot. <laughs> Man, let's get into that. This girl's got a weird oral fixation. We meet this little girl. She's putting greasy screws in her mouth. Oh, it's a greasy oh, fucking disgusting. You see, look, they're doing some housework, and you see, like... This kid pick up it's it's in a vat of like oil, oil. and grease, oh, which and I don't know why this is sitting in the middle of the living room. Especially by the way. if your kid has pika, you gotta keep this shit away from her. <laughs> oh my god! And she, Do you think it's actually diagnosed? It could be. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't have a chart right in front of me. Here, Question: but, Did you learn that from watching Hoarders? No, I learned that from watching My Strange Addiction. Oh, yeah, what is yeah, pika? Pika is when you eat shit, like just eat any, like eat stuff that's inedible. Like if you, if you're, uh, uh-huh. for example, in an Episode of my strange addiction, please chewing on couch cushions, sure, and you call them cushion, you call it eating cushion. Oh, okay. cushion. I can't wait to get home and eat some fucking cushion. Oh, so Chris 
you can identify with this. Can't wait to get home, take the dogs off, <laughs> sit down, have a hot plate of cushion. Take the dogs off? <laughs> hey, Big Lock, get out here. Your cushion's ready. <laughs> you see this woman just go home and eat, like, the insulation inside of a couch cushion and just, like, it, wait, chop no. it on it like it's fucking popcorn. Here's a very important question okay, about sure. this, this poor soul. Now, is she getting, like, surplus couch cushions and eating that? Because she's going to eat herself right out of a seat. I think she's getting there, but, you know. So they got to intervene before this couch is ruined? <laughs> yes, exactly. Is she eating it with the cover on, or is she taking it the, out of the... It's the cover off, and, you know, like, the, the kind yeah, of fray the, the, part yeah. inside, the good, the, the good, the good meat inside of it. I didn't know it. if you peeled your cushion <laughs> There's very little meat in these gym mats. <laughs> exactly. And now, do they have it raw, or do they, they, do they like, cook it Put up? Put some or, hot sauce or, on <laughs> Hot sauce, maybe some olive oil. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, oh like, like, like a nice piece of bread in a nice restaurant. Yeah, exactly. Like balsamic vinegar. Yeah, exactly. Oh maybe- no, we're out of freshly ground black pepper for my cushion. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. It's expensive because a, it's couch cushion, and b, that olive oil goes really fast. Welcome to Chopped. Uh, you've got cushion, <laughs> red onions, hot peppers. And a screwdriver. Gone. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, so she, and like Jamie Gertz almost throws up because it's really gross. It's, it's viscerally filthy. in it's this so, kid's mouth. She well, spits it up on her dress. Oh. She's wearing a white dress for some reason. Jamie Gertz is. I'm because, not sure if it's after Labor Day or before Labor well, Day. Well, I think not, it's. Yeah, we got to sort that out, though. It's probably because <laughs> she didn't imagine that a child would be vomiting up oil on her fucking dress. <laughs> yeah, you never see that coming. That's no, the problem. That's a yeah. gremlin move, man. <laughs> so they have to. This potential fashion criminal, we don't know yet, has to take her dress off because it's ruined, I guess. And this is a great excuse to leave, by the way. Oh, no, I have to go now. A fantastic excuse to leave, but does she? No. And what happens next? Oh, Gus the Creeper sneaking up to the doorway. So he's dressed in like a very old man kind of suit. He looks like Carl Reiner in Ocean's (laughs) Eleven. He He looks exactly like Carl Reiner. Or literally any extra from from, uh, Cocoon. (laughs) And he's wearing this like brown wig that, uh, uh, what's her name, that Shelley Long got him. Which, this is from a fucking discount Halloween bin. Like, listen, I'm telling you right now, Shelley Long. She's got money? You got money. And this isn't a costume party. Your brother's been <laughs> suffering from cancer. He got chemotherapy. You go out and you get him a nice wig if you need to interfere this much. She lives in a palace. It's like a planta- It's like an old plantation. The thing's humongous. Why don't it you is. spend some money? Well, because he's too busy buying knickknacks and fucking gross well, screws for a kid to we, eat. We are looking back with 2016 eyes. And maybe for the time, this was a very nice rug. I've actually seen worse rugs today. Really? <laughs> well, not not today, but I was gonna say like yesterday. You, yeah. ju- <laughs> you just see like a bad wig today, man, and it's like, oh and there's so God. many bald heroes now. Exactly. You know, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> We've knocked that door down. <laughs> yeah. It's okay to Thank be bald. Thank you, Bruce Willis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. You and your harmonica, your racist harmonica, oh. saved us all. Or you can go racist? to Bosley. Bosley. The Bosley Institute. Get some new hair. Oh, oh yeah, right. Bosley. I mess this hair up. If I won't mess this hair up. oh Uh, lord so yeah he shows up looking like he should be staring at a fountain in las vegas after a heist it takes him a while because he's like 
He's just waiting, idling in the driveway. He sees her. He falls in love with her immediately. He's like, immediately. I, I can't see her like this. And he like, yeah. he should just he's, drive away. He's got yeah. like no eyebrows, and he's got like a triple chin, and he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> he looks, he looks a little. He's like a John Merrick figure at the start of this. <laughs> Look away. I will be oh. your freak no more. I think I, the <laughs> Elephant Man is a much gentler spirit than this guy. Yes, yeah, this guy's true. Al- Elephant Man will make love to you. This guy, <laughs> this guy will. Gus you know, likes to fuck. Yeah, Gus likes to do ungodly things, crimes. Many would call them. So she's getting changed. Gus kind of sneaks in, and he's like, he's like "I'm going to get my peep on." I think he, he wants to tell. He wants to tell Shelley Long the wig sucks, that he's going to go home. He can't handle this. It's too soon. But he walks in on uh, uh, Jamie Gertz changing in this weird slip that she's wearing. And he, Slash using yeah. Shelley Long's Stairmaster, which is weird. And he yeah. makes it worse than it has to be by like yes. covering his eyes and screaming and being like, <laughs> stammering and trying to explain it. Dude, just get out. It's the just, old get out. just get out. It's the, it's the greatest thing. It's three letters. W-U-P. Whoop. Uh, close close the, the door. And then like afterwards, you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I did this, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, that's the end of it. That's the end of it instead we escalate <laughs> and he makes a scene out of it uh but you know what everybody forgets it though like time heals all wounds sure. because four minutes later we're having the weirdest fucking dinner in a long time this side of a louis Boonwell movie so it, 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 it's important to remember the early 90s and the late 80s we were Sort of obsessed with objectifying Chinese culture. Yes, big time. Yeah, and yeah. also like it being weird. Oh, it's very oh, strange. Because so, uh, Shelley Long's in like a, in a, an Asian dress there. She's in this like form fitting like red Asian dress with matching chopsticks in yeah. her hair. Chopsticks in the hair, and then she's feeding everyone jellyfish salad or something no that's the that is the uh, cuisine of the husband the husband is cooking well all they're this both stuff. they're Either both way. they're both asiophiles yes. uh-huh. and it's supposed to instill a feeling in the us the audience like sort of like how george hw bush puked all up that sushi or whatever uh-huh. oh, right. it's right. just like <laughs> at that time we weren't ready we just weren't ready for Asian food. Yeah. I mean, I still don't think I'm ready for a jellyfish salad, but, no, but. you know, like, it's like fucking Temple of Doom, man. Like, she puts this one plate down, something's flip flapping on the inside. It's movie brains. Oh, yeah. I heard that shit makes you crazy. It is really like that um, in the first Adams Family movie when he's like trying to. Put his fork in. Oh, and it the keeps, thing. Moving? keeps moving. Yeah, <laughs> I think this, and it's weird to do this in the beginning of the movie and then drop it entirely. Which is like you see things from her perspective for a bit. There, she's like, "Wow, this is gross. I think it's moving." And then it she was like, almost her movie for a little while. Yeah, for a little bit. And then Steve Gutenberg ratchets it away. Yeah. You know? Well, it's weird though because there is that one part where she's like, she hallucinates that Steve Gutenberg's head. Like grows three sizes he too looks large. Like the monster man from the end of Riccio. <laughs> oh, oh, ew, oh, ew. This he looks when, exactly like it. It's insane. This is when she's got a mouthful of the jellyfish uh, and, salad, and yeah. she's like, it. She doesn't like it, and she's gonna like hurl. Yeah, to she's gonna a, hurl to, to use, use a nineties term. She'll wing Wayne's worldian impression. <laughs> So um, at this point, yeah, like she's going to throw up. She does throw up, right? Yeah, she she runs out, she she goes to the bathroom. Yeah, Yeah. and then like Shelly Long's like, oh, okay. And that's like the end of it. 
You just know what go. I mean? You know what? I threw up at your house. <laughs> that's enough for one night. Mm-hmm. We'll do this interview another time. Exactly. But instead, like the husband starts blaring an opera record, and they like leave the two of them to get to know each other while they go do the dishes or like whatever the fuck. They go co-opt some other culture in the kitchen, maybe. And he's got like noodles on his face, and his wig is falling off. Uh, and it's a sad it's, situation. It's sad. It's disgusting. But you're supposed to be laughing your tits off, though. Uh-huh. Like he accidentally bumps that wig, and it like gets like you know misplaced on his head, and she notices it. And it's fucking humiliating for someone who's, like, recovering from cancer who has to wear a wig in such a situation. But no, 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 we're supposed to laugh at this fat cancer patient. (laughs) Good God almighty. No, thank you. Yeah. And so then the whole thing is, like, this music's too loud, so we can't hear each other talk. That's what I want to watch for five minutes. That's great. It's really funny. That's really, really funny. (laughs) They they, they retire. She goes home. She goes back to Kyle McLaughlin. Her and Kyle McLaughlin are having the spat where he wants to see other people, in which case, like, but they're having, like, an open, they're trying the open relationship thing, I think. Slash, like, aren't they supposed to be kind of engaged to be married? When does that come in? That comes in a little bit, I think, right? No, later in the movie? Always. It's always. Op- yeah. An open relationship engagement. Oh, okay. Which is tough. Stupid. <laughs> well, whatever works stupid. for people. So she comes over like the next day and Shelly Long's like, what'd you think of my brother? Like really pushing it. Uh-huh. And she's like, listen. Oh, no, I'm, she, no, I'm sorry. Shelly Long invades this woman's house. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she barges in with the kid to do this interview or whatever it is. And, you know, she's like, so what do you think of my brother? You know, he's available, right? He just got off of cancer. And just, you know, and she's oh, no, like, she doesn't say that. She's, she, knows oh, she doesn't available. say cancer. Yes. And she's like, she's like, yeah, here's the thing. I'm kind of seeing somebody. And Shelly Long's like not taking no for an answer. She flips the fuck out about this. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. He's not so fucking handsome for you. Did you know he had yeah. cancer, you bitch? Oh, oh yeah. right. Yes, that, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if you had wavy hair and muscles, you would love him and love him up because you're a stupid like, bitch. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you work for the fucking grackle, you <laughs> whore. You know, Do you even know what you want? <laughs> maybe they didn't click. <laughs> yeah, and maybe it's time to move yeah. on with our lives. Mm-hmm. And then there's no movie here, which would be fantastic. That would be, be pretty great. cool. No, really, really interesting short film. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh no, there's no movie here. Go kill that dog. <laughs> The only way you can get going. Well, Dudley that's Moore why. That's a tyrant. Why, yeah, that's why he. That's why he died early. Is because uh, <laughs> you know God had to strike him down. Yeah, for sure. For worse than Christopher time. Lloyd by a mile. <laughs> <laughs> so the goot like works himself up to call her, uh-huh. and this is uncomfortable because he's just like trying to ask this woman on a date. Well, no. First, Shelley Long comes back to the goose house. And is like, we're gonna trick this lady. You know what? Yeah. She's gonna love you, Gutenberg. We're gonna. All you have to do is like work with me. I'll, I'll get you on a diet plan we'll make up a character oh, for you and he's right. like no 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 that sounds totally nuts that sounds like the plot of a shitty romantic <laughs> comedy uh, i won't have it <laughs> hey sis that sounds like a crime that sounds like an actual crime that i could get arrested for yeah that's a fucking class a felony i yeah. feel so you know it's because it, she's the romance novelist she knows what women want and she also knows stupid plots to stories exactly. and she also hates her life at home and she needs to be somewhere else away from it yeah she needs a project mm-hmm. yeah maybe your project should be like getting your daughter to, to to stop eating lug nuts and to talk. <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe maybe special spe- schools spend that you might- some time with your children. <laughs> that that yeah. would be nice, yeah. right? That would be nice. Your kid think. is clearly crying out for attention. 
any old way she could. She's eating cushion every day. Get your husband to stop fetishizing Asian culture. That'd be really <laughs> trying to work <laughs> through that shit. How about a nice fettuccine Alfredo for dinner one mm-hmm. night? Let's give that a shot. Or maybe hamburgers on the grill. How about that shit? <laughs> so uh, he does. After this, he's like, "No, I'm not going to do it." He tries to call Jamie Gertz just to ask her out on a date. He's like, "Yeah, I'm Gus, you know." But this is the thing, and he's, this is it, it's it's something you, you learn from George Costanza of all people. You need a game plan when you're making a phone call like this. He goes in with no plan. You need he, some notes. He wants to do a date with her. He wants to do a date. I'd no. like to do a date with you. Hey, you want, you want to come over? We'll do a date. But he's got no, yeah, he's got no idea what this date is. So he quick, while on the phone, is going through the newspaper and being like, oh, there's a, uh, a, a concert. Uh, the uh, Cowboy was, Junkies. Cowboy Junkies are in town. And he, makes and he up- just, and he foolishly assumes he can get tickets. Well, that's, yeah. a- <laughs> I mean, that's. That's oh, it's this way. That's sold out. That's totally Sorry. sold out. But yeah, no, and he says something. He's like, yeah, a friend of mine got me a couple of sweet ticks to the cowboy junkies. And I'm like, you're setting yourself up for all sorts of trouble, man. <laughs> and, and she said, yes. What's she going to do? <laughs> oh, no, I got robbed on the way to pick you up. We can't go see uh, the cowboy I do, junkies. Do you like McDonald's? <laughs> It didn't work. It didn't work out. We should do dates now. <laughs> we should just do dates now. <laughs> then when she's like, she's like, "No, I'm busy." He's like, "Oh, okay." And it's something about like, like a Chinese circus or something. Yeah, it was like, "Oh, there's a, there's uh, some uh, Chinese acrobats." No, no, I'm sorry. There's some Beijing acrobats. A- Beijing acrobats are coming, and they're great. It's a it's a couple of Chinese. Oh, yeah. Period. He doesn't say it's Chinese a, people. A fascinating group of Chinese. That's it. That's the exact line. <laughs> Chinese, and I'm like, what is this movie trying to say? It's got an axe to grind with somebody in Asia. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Some fucking financiers, maybe, that wouldn't put the movie through. Steve Gutenberg got paid, though. He got paid a million bucks. That's nuts. Yeah. What do you think Shelley Long got paid? Not a million dollars. How about this? I guarantee you less than she would have been making on Cheers. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Know where your bread is buttered. She walked away. She was like, I'm going to do movies. And uh, Movies didn't want to do her. No. Was was the money pit before or after the Cheers walk away? Because that, I think, might have enticed her. Pit like 85? I don't remember. That might have been done on hiatus. And she was like, oh, the money pit's a hit. Guess what? Everyone's going to be in the Shelley Long business. No. No. You know what's a a totally watchable movie, though, is Troop Beverly Hills. Oh, sure. The money pit's a a watchable movie. Oh, yeah. I like the money pit, too. But that's through no fault of hers. (laughs) The Tom Hanks classic. (laughs) (laughs) You want to see him go mad. So Gus doesn't get any fucking date with that. No, because she she didn't want to go see a couple of fascinating Chinese. (laughs) The funny thing is, is that she gives him two excuses. And the last one is, uh, I'm uh, I'm, uh, uh, doing anything else. Oh, no. uh, Cajun Cajun cooking class. That's what I'm doing. And I'm going to make shrimp etouffee. Yeah, as she says, which then triggers the soundtrack to just go into Zydeco mode for 10 minutes, even though there's no cooking class. But around now, we get to see, you know, what you know, Gus is what she could have. Uh-huh. But what does she have? Oh, wait, hunky Kyle McLaughlin hanging out in a cool office playing narc. 
the oh, video game oh, in his uh, own private like video game. What do they call that? Marry this man in his own, his own tower. Video, the closet. The, yeah. The arcade machine. He's got his own arcade cabinet. Machine. The cabinet. cabinet. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, and, yeah. and now, now for for our younger listeners that aren't forty nine years old, like mm-hmm. the rest of us, yeah. Narc <laughs> is a, a video game. That was put out, I believe, by the Reagan administration, or there's there's a Reagan administration <laughs> there's an um, FBI brand or something. Like, like, that was in front display. of a lot of video games, really? yeah. and there's definitely a say no to drugs on the side. Yes, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's an anti drug game. But what you do is go into the inner cities with two machine guns, wear a motorcycle helmet, and destroy a town. It was very fun, and it's very very dumb. What uh, you're shooting pushers, right? Yeah, you're, you're shooting, shooting a bunch of pushers, pushers that yeah, look yeah. like flashers, right? Yeah, and they've all, all got trench coats on. Yeah, you Also, to explain to our younger listeners, there once was a place called an arcade where they had <laughs> all the video games in the same room and you'd go one to the next. It's like, you know what it is, kids? It was a bigger version of that corner of the movie theater lobby that has all those cruising motorcycle games that you never see anyone touching. <laughs> it was those in a big room and everybody and, came together. And you and had a lot them. of options. And, and you know what, kids? And then I'm just, I, I need to tell you this. Smelled of crusty farts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One more thing I need to, to inform the younger audience is there was a time in America where the drug war wasn't strangling us alive and we needed to sell it to the people. So we made little right. video games right. and yeah. cartoons. We tried to make it fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, McGruff the crime dog. To tell it to the kids, make them sure they're up to date. Chris Cabin was a mean motherfucker on the Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> oh, man. Don't even start with me on that one. You will get, uh, what, pwned? pwned yeah, yeah, sure. Pwned. Yeah. Chris Cabin fact, real life Chris Cabin fact, excellent dancer. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, excellent. Yeah. You, ever, rock, you yeah. ever have the fucking, I'm telling you right now, the fucking privilege to attend a wedding with Chris Cabin? Yeah. Look out to that dance floor. Well, yeah, I mean, if you've got a dance floor you want set on fire. Yeah, get that fire extinguisher ready because that shit's going to catch. Well, it, it is not known, but Freddie Astaire was indeed my godfather. <laughs> and uh, he taught me quite a lot. About those uh, twinkle toes, you know? <laughs> That's how you learn to walk. <laughs> so, uh, Steve Gutenberg then calls up Shelley Long after b- being horrifically humiliated. God. And, you know, instead of being like, well, I guess it didn't work out. I'm going to go failed. to the gym. I'm going to do this. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make go on my own cooking class. Maybe I'll meet a different woman yeah. that might like me there. Yeah. Like, maybe I shouldn't obsess with the first woman I see. Yeah. It's really weird. And Thank this, God fa- the internet didn't exist. Or this, this woman's Facebook profile would have fucking broken. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, if, if Facebook oh, existed back then, this woman would have been found fucking chained in a garage somewhere. <laughs> Right next to the Goots property. I'm just shocked she doesn't wind up cut up on a beach in this movie. <laughs> like every time she goes out, she looks at her phone. There's like, who keeps liking and unliking that vacation photo I have from three years ago? <laughs> what the? Uh, I mean, I just imagine he cut up on. The, I just thought of the Jaws scene. <laughs> Rob Schneider's going down the beach. Oh my god. Gutenberg did this. Did you just say Rob Schneider? You mean Roy Scheider. Scheider. <laughs> so, Although so Rob Deuce, Schneider in a yeah. Jaws remake, I could do that. Sharkarama. Getting eaten. Deuce Bigelow in the Amity Beach. <laughs> or, or, Deuce Amity. Bigelow in the Amity Island Massacre. There you go. Um, um, this oh, is, Lord. We're, we've, did we pass the... Um, 
The narc uh, scene the, we talked the, about it for five minutes. The, the uh, <laughs> future serial killer piglet uh, eating a cockroach. We did, I think. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I, that was a real noise of me remembering that scene. Oh, right. That's it's disturbing. where Shelley Long barges in and pulls the whole, like, you don't like him because he's fat stuff. Somewhere in there, this girl walks out of a room with a cockroach sticking out of her mouth. I'm literally keeping down my lunch right now because that was disgusting. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> They got like Tom Savini to make this fake cockroach. I don't know. Like they brought him in for one day, and it's perfect. Oh yeah, it looks magnificent. <laughs> but it's like it's a cockroach. It's not. I mean, it's like a bug you'd find in the desert. Like I, <laughs> this, this thing ain't down in South Carolina. Come I on, I hope not. It looked like the baby Starship Trooper bugs. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, all right, I'll do it. Let's 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 really pull this grift off. So then we get a fun montage, and he's working out, and he's starting to look. Good. Look like looking like yeah, the goot, looking exactly. like a nineteen eighty nine goot. Mahoney. Oh yeah, dude, getting fit as a fiddle. Uh and he's like yeah, he's like jogging. Shelly Long's like riding a fucking scooter. You know what? Just join a gym. You know what, sis? We'll we'll do the next part of your scheme tomorrow. I just need some time alone. Yeah, or totally. maybe fine. Help him with a diet and working out and leave it at that. Because uh-huh. yeah. he's an adult. And he, you know, he's got a cool <laughs> job. He's a, he's a a somewhat successful comic sh- comic strip artist. Like, he's a Ziggy ripoff guy. The, the creepiest <laughs> thing you can do here is like, oh man, and maybe you know you're really into this lady, and you're like, look, I'm gonna really work out, and I'm gonna really get my, myself to be the best me, and I'm gonna accidentally bump into her somewhere. Sure. Like, do you know where she works? Oh, I'm gonna walk by there. Oh, I bumped into her. Like that's a bit off the beaten path. But it's okay, and it's like, oh look, right. and she's like, look, you look, you look so great. Wow, you lost so much weight, or whatever that is. No, but yeah. instead they decide to go the fake name route, like the Art Vandelay. Oh, yeah. but it's so beyond. Yeah. It is beyond. Uh, and, 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 and like George Costanza looks like an innocent babe in the woods <laughs> compared to this sick, twisted scheme. Because Shelley Long is like, oh, you know, it's not not enough that for you to be in good shape and for you to be yourself. Women like men of mystery. Women That's like true. bad boys. Bad boys. She like, yeah. like foreign men. So we're going to. Ooh, foreign men. She's like, can you do an accent? My wife, right? <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Borat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got it. We all got it. He's a f- also. How about uh, what was Andy Kaufman's foreign man? Latka. Latka. How about that? Thank you very much. Women like that. <laughs> well, <laughs> Carol Kane's character. And did. I hate to I hate to harp on it, but like really, the bug in the mouth. Your daughter Snark. is home eating spiders and caterpillars <laughs> and whatever the fuck else. Yeah, you you're, coming, you, you're coming home to a clean house. Yeah, you're, she's <laughs> licking the floor. It's Perfect. fucking gross. Go home. Do you with the kid. Yes, Let this yes, guy yes. live. Yeah, before she sake. before she winds up on Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> Believe it. Or, or My that. Gross Appetite or whatever that show is. Or, or like she's just having like her face is pink and she has to go to house to figure it out. And like Omar Epps has to go through your garbage to figure out what the fuck <laughs> this girl's been eating. Oh, yeah. Screws. Mystery solved. <laughs> has a little soul searching moment with Olivia Wilde. Q Apex twin theme song. Massive Attack. Oh, Massive Attack. You're right. Pardon me. And then How to Stay Alive oh. plays while everyone's crying and stuff. <laughs> Those are my favorite parts of that episode. Um, yeah, so the plan is now everybody settle in. Mm-hmm. Put your seatbelts on. He's going, he's lost all the weight. 
He's fine. He looks like the goot. He's in great shape. He could just he could just go to any bar in, yeah. in, in nope. South Carolina and He's get some ladies. He's propositioned yeah, on the I, street. A car full of babes drives by and they all go, every man's dream. Oh, look at that. He looks like Steve Gutenberg. You know what? Watching all these fucking crappy 80s and early 90s movies, I was promised a truck of babes. I agree, man. You right? You would think they would they would exist in the wild, but they don't. Oh, do you think that? Um, here's the thing. I think that Steve Gutenberg actually is an incel, as they call them. What's what, that? What? Oh, that's a, that's a Reddit term for pieces of shit that uh, don't have sex, and they're called involuntarily celibate incels, and it's always the ladies' Wait, fault. It's like, oh, it's just this society of women are denying me the sex that I was promised. Uh, uh, the car is full of babes never <laughs> drove by my house. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, the some... beaver patrol passed right by those guys. <laughs> what a cadre of losers. <laughs> yeah, cadre I mean, of losers. That is, the best advice you can give them is it's always your fault. <laughs> yes, okay? exactly. Just dust yourself off and think, how can I you know, become a better person every day. Yeah. Instead of this bitter hate cycle. Mm-hmm. And oh, or man. pretending to be from New Zealand, you know. So let's get into it. Uh-oh. That's the plan. He dresses up with, with like bright cyan contact lenses, a wig straight out of a Dog the Bounty Hunter Halloween costume. It's a big mullet. Well, the, to, to Chris Cabin's point when we watched, they go to the most advanced hair salon oh, right. in South Carolina. Oh, right. God. <laughs> Yes, it's like have, an FBI profiling computer program. You know what it's like? It's the Riddler's program when he's building his costume. Oh yes, yes. Where oh, he's you're got, right. Where he's like, uh, no, you, beep boop boop, and then like he has a different haircut every single time. Yeah, that's exactly what's going he's got on. Like an Arsenio Hall haircut, and everyone laughs. And it's always the thing where it's like you run through all these options in a movie, and then what they decide on is one you don't see. That always bugs me because it ends on like a stupid like. Uh, like level zero mohawk kind of a thing, yeah. and you're like, oh, he's gonna go with that, but then yeah. it's like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Well, it looks terrible. It cuts to black, and the uh, the 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 um, God, why am I blanking on this? I don't know why the, the barber or whatever the hair stylist, the hairstylist, hairstylist, guess, yeah, 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 um, who looks like a drum tech for fucking poison. Um, <laughs> he really does. He does. He does. <laughs> they cut to black, and he's like. Oh, that's it! <laughs> and then they showed drop of exactly that. And then, then basically, we just cut to like him pulling up on a motorcycle, right? Well, is Jamie Gertz is, is at a gas station, yeah. yes. and she's pumping gas, and all of a sudden, out of the misty streets of South Carolina, <laughs> comes fucking this mullet. And this oh. motorcycle. And this, and this jeans. accent. This giant leather duster. Ugh. It's a leather duster. He's wearing leather chaps over jeans. He's wearing a tight black t-shirt. Yeah. And to top it off, the cherry on top of the Sunday is a quote-unquote New Zealand accent. Yeah. Oh. He, he gets some tapes. Shelly Long's like, oh, from you're from New Zealand now, and your name is Lobo. Not, a, not <laughs> Lobo. just... Lobo. He went from looking like Lobot to being Lobo. <laughs> and and if his full name is Lobo Marunga. Lobo Marunga. Man, and what is that about? Because I guess he, he's just like appropriating Maori shit. Yeah, right? That's it's cool. the, like the indigenous yeah. people. Man, can you imagine <sighs> what fucking like 
easy comic Lobo would actually do oh. to this guy. Oh man, the main man himself. Wait, <laughs> Lobo is a comic book character? Yeah, oh, he's yeah. A, a white. He's the last Zarnian, is what he is, Eric. He's the white last Zarnian. What <laughs> yes. is that? Was that a rank in the Ku Klux Klan? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be out warming up the car. <laughs> No, he's he's a big uh, uh, hulking. He looks like Alice Cooper on steroids. And oh man, it's wow. Alice Cooper times a thousand. He's like bleached white. He's got a, a, a goatee, uh-huh. and he's he looks like kind of a little bit like Don't Tell Her It's Me. It's with, not, it's with not red different, eyes. but he's also a badass, so well, he would destroy this. It person. also sounds like you can keep it. <laughs> intergalactic bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah sure he's an does. Intergalactic bounty hunter. Yeah. What, what yeah, line is I, he from? I got enough intergalactic bounty hunters in my life. <laughs> Yeah, you're loaded up. I forgot about that. You are chock full of intergalactic. You know what, maybe, I have a Dengar action figure at home. So. I was going to say maybe you ch- you get you get rid of Dengar. You bring in Lobo. You I see can't that do goes. that. I can't get rid of Dengar, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not suggesting getting rid of IG88. I he, wouldn't. Dengar I wouldn't got you know how Dengar got these scars. <laughs> oh man, Steve, he, look who you're talking to. Yeah. I think he was in like a. Um, and people can correct me if I'm wrong. They know, will. No one in this room will know. But <laughs> I think it was in, um, you know how instead of cars mm-hmm. in Star Wars, they have speeder speeders and speeder bikes? Sure. Yeah. sure. Yep. With so you he so was far. like, uh, you know, like drag racing speeders and stuff. And I believe he like uh, got into a, like a car wreck. Oh, was oh, it a pod crazy. racing incident? No, no. It was more <laughs> suburban than that. <laughs> suburban. Yeah. He was racing needles through the housing development. He <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, a suburban commando. <laughs> so, yeah, so he rolls up, and she's, like, pumping this gas, and she just, like, just this gas starts flying out of this car because she can't stop looking at this hot piece of man meat. And, I mean, like, look, if you're getting on on the reg from Kyle McLaughlin, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You're not you look really... at this guy. You're like, look at this boob. You, I mean, you're like, oh, that's an, another attractive man, but you're not like, baooga. You're certainly not giving yourself a gasoline douching. <laughs> All right, yeah, because she keeps pumping it. And it splashes out. everywhere. Yeah. And then he's like, hi. I'm pretending I'm from New Zealand. I'm fucking crazy. And she's like, oh, that's cool. You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> so we, they, oh, no, could you help me? Uh, my, uh, my arm's broke. You want to help me get this couch inside of a van? <laughs> Tell me, was she a great big fit person? <laughs> so she goes in, because she, she got so distracted, she pumped way more gas than... Than she thought. She says twenty three dollars, which is in nineteen ninety is like two hundred dollars. Well, what's insane yes. is she says she wanted to pump two, two dollars, and she pumped twenty three. Uh-huh. I don't think a car could take twenty three dollars worth of nineteen ninety gasoline. <laughs> yeah, It'd blow right up. <laughs> so, and she's trying to like tell the cashier this, and like, can she come back tomorrow with the rest of the money? Uh, no. Turns out he's actually a robber, and there's a dude <laughs> under the counter who's the real cashier with a gun to his head. Right. And now she's afraid. Enter Lobo, into, in, and he's just like looking at the beer, looking at the Slim Jims, and being like, I got to get out of here. Well, no, he, he, like goes, yeah, he goes to get beer, and then he realizes what's going on. And we're treated to, again, a, a one-and-done Part of this movie Treated, is his, by the his, way. His, his internal monologue. He's like, you got to get out of here. This is dangerous. I forgot. This is another totally one and done situation. Yeah. And then like, he's like, I got to get a weapon. I got to stop. I got to save her. Save the girl. It goes to the like he picks up like a Slim Jim. 
Yeah. And he's yeah. like, oh, what are you going to do? Hit him in the mouth? He'll probably just eat it. And yeah. I'm like, why am I listening to any of this? You shouldn't be. So he picks up, uh, he does a Fast Times at Richmond High, grabs the coffee, <laughs> splashes it and breaks it over this guy's head, and then punches him in the face. Yeah. You know what you just did there, pal? You just impressed this lady. Yep. And you could be like, hey. Remember me? I'm uh, I'm not from your buddy uh, Gus with a really bad haircut. I'm going exactly. to a very early Halloween party. I know it's before Labor Day. I'm looking at your dress. I'm actually just... in a stage production of uh, Meet the Feebles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a touring yep. company. Uh, I'm in a touring company of Renegade, the Renegade stunt show that's coming through here. Uh, I've got the uh, meatloaf roll from Rocky Horror. <laughs> I mean, you could j- just introduce yourself as Gus and say, oh, yeah, sorry it was weird before I was dealing with this cancer thing and that's gone now. Yeah, it's the perfect nice excuse. You. You're already, you're a hero. Yeah. You're, she's already got the boner. Yeah, you're, so, you're all good to go. Yeah, you're right. She's I, already got saying, the boner. And it's, I'm not saying she'd necessarily completely fall in love with you or whatever, but... It, you're on even you're, footing there. Yes, exactly. You've you, been you, redeemed from that terrible first impression. Right. Your second impression made up for the beefed first impression. Um, but they get interrupted because his partner, I guess, is the, his, his wife. His old lady. The, 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 uh, robber. bank, the robber's partner is his wife. And she comes at him with a machete at a, like, out of a tr- pickup truck. And, and, and of course, for, for some reason, Lobo's just useless now. And uh-huh. she, uh, uh, Gertz there picks up the... Uh, this giant display of Colt 45 <laughs> and hucks it at her yeah. and she drops the machete and then she flees and the scene. This yeah. machete is like the sword of the morning. It's humongous. <laughs> I was like, are they going to cut through a jungle somewhere? Why do you need this? And then like, he, ugh, fucking Steve Gutenberg in this movie <laughs> is saying like, Ah, oh, crikey, I'm an illegal alien, so yeah. I can't stay here to be interviewed by the police, so they have to flee the scene. They leave his motorcycle there. The clerk's alive. Yeah. What are you, he's not going to say who did it, or that's his motorcycle? How yeah. does this never come back into play there at all? There was this bemulleted hero who <laughs> saved the day. He had a horrible ass. I don't even know what it was. <laughs> to be honest with you, it could have been Spanish. It could have been Officer, Argentinian. I don't know. Officer, he's clearly impersonating somebody. I don't know what's going on. He's, yes, granted, he saved the day here, I but... I was more afraid of him than I was the robber, because at least I understood what that man wanted this twisted mind, I have no idea. If you see Lobo, <laughs> responds only to Lobo. If you, yeah, if, if you see Lobo or the Heaven's Gate cult, <laughs> please call in. Lobo said he was taking off to ride the Hale-Bop Comet. <laughs> so they go back to Jamie Gertz's place. And again, like, here is the time to be like, look, you know, I was going to do this costume party thing and, you know, I was doing a New Zealand accent just to fuck with you. Again, I am who I am. Let's just talk. We're yeah. Now I'm Lobo. And she's like, oh, I have like Kahlua and, uh, you know, all this other stuff. He's like, you got anything hot in me? She's like, <laughs> a bit oh, of hair, hair on it. A little bit of hair I, on it. Yeah. yeah. I can't oh. do the accent, but there you go. Neither oh, can he, though. Yeah, no, he Neither can't. can I. I mean, we're... we're we're all on the level with uh, with with Sir Steve Gutenberg's accent. We're not right? getting paid a million dollars to bungle this accent either. <laughs> but so, if you'd like to pay us a million dollars <laughs> to bungle a New Zealand accent, we can do that. Sure. Oh yeah, the uh, sequel. Don't tell her it's us. We're four fat guys. All <laughs> have kids. Look, we don't need any putty. No <laughs> yeah, makeup. Exactly. We're good. Don't, then, don't tell her it's podcast. <laughs> 
the uh, the exercise might be a problem. Yeah, well, and then we all turn into New Zealand guys on motorcycles. <laughs> we oh. look like those those fat twins in that famous photo. <laughs> Just picture that times two. By the way, I love that that's considered a famous photo. <laughs> that's, that's up there with that that kid running from the napalm. And, Jesus. Uh, in uh, Vietnam, that the the sailor kissing the woman who doesn't yeah. want to be kissed. Yeah, uh, man, the twentieth twentieth century in three images. <laughs> yeah, and and anything else that happened in the opening credits of The Watchmen. Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> I think that photo's in there too. The two fat guys on the motorbikes. Oh yeah, that's right. Jeffrey Dean Morgan tries to shoot them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like one duck, like one one gets gets off his bike to pick up a flower, and it shoots Kennedy in the face. <laughs> Oh, man, that's but, a movie I'd watch. So she's like, oh, I do have warm gin. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll take it straight. <laughs> Large <laughs> glass, please. Oh, gross. So they're about, she gets on, and he's he's faking a limp, which is very Bundy-esque. Um, yes, it is. And like, oh, I was like, had that not, car accident, or that, 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 that bankrupt, whatever. The, and not Al Bundy, right? You're talking about <laughs> Ted, Bundy. Ted, Ted Theodore yes. Bundy. Ted, Ted Theodore Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm Ted Theodore Bundy, and this is Wild Stallion. I'm gonna work at a Jeffrey Dahmer Esquire. Esquire. <laughs> Ted Theodore Bundy. <laughs> we are wild murderers. Oh, like that'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty that'd be cool. a good cartoon for the kids. <laughs> so, um. He has this little idol on his ne- on, a, on his neck as a necklace. It's, yeah, got that from a garage sale. It's, it's from fucking Panama Jacks, man. That's a vacation <laughs> oddity that you'll pick up. Totally. And he's uh, like, oh, it's like reminds me of my hometown. And she's yeah. like, it looks like an Easter Island statue. <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> How do I lie my way out of this one? Sex, please. <laughs> No, 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 no. He doesn't want any sex. Yeah, she's DTF he, and he ain't he's having He's playing it. hard to get, He man. wants love, Eric. He doesn't yeah, want yeah, just, yeah, yeah, he yeah. doesn't want just, he wants to make love what to is a woman this? that he's going to marry what? in like a week or How something. How do I talk to an angel? <laughs> Great song, man. Keep Great going. Song. Do it. Keep going. I can't. Chris, dance. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's like, how do I get out of this? Better chug this warm gin. Oh man, that oh. he, he doesn't th- he doesn't throw up. Um, and then like she like goes to bed and she's like, you know, she locks him in that room, which is weird. She locks him out of her bedroom. Yeah. She oh, know, oh, that's what it is. Because she, oh, she's so intimidated <clears throat> by Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> And his sexual charisma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does the old like chair up against the door handle. And when she wakes up the next morning, he's gone because like that's the plan is he has to be mysterious yeah. or something. Yeah. But then like, he leaves like the creepiest fucking note like written in lipstick on her mirror. <laughs> oh right. Say, it's like too bad you're engaged and like red rum. <laughs> <laughs> you're a cobber. Thanks yeah. for the night. I think he took this photo of her and Kyle McLaughlin out of the frame and put it up next to his creepy, creepy... Of course he did, dude. He was stuck there with a knife. It was insane. <laughs> it's a threat. <laughs> I'm imagining Scatman Crothers at his Florida home just sitting there and he goes into a freakout because Steve Gutenberg's pretending he's... 
<laughs> but you know what? To, to have a reason to come back to her house, he leaves that fucking totem there. Uh, he does. Yeah, that's the, uh, again, to bring it back to George Costanza, he leaves something behind. <laughs> like that hat he leaves behind in that one episode. You were, you were talking Costanza. <laughs> you were talking about this, Kevin. I just have him imagine it was like Kyle MacLachlan doing the, the Danny face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. It would give Kyle McLaughlin something to do with that. Would be movie. nice. God wouldn't damn it. it. Um. So she, he goes up to Shelley Long and is like, "Oh my God, it worked so well. Our trick really worked." And like Shelley Long is like getting the thirty-five gallon drum out. She's laying out, she's <laughs> laying out plastic or whatever her end game is in this movie. And this is around the time where this is why I'm convinced that he's a virgin mm-hmm. okay. because this is oh, where right. Sparkle Motion Lady comes in and she's some sort of like sex positive therapist or lecturer mm. or some shit. Sparkle Motion from Donnie Darko. She also was in Speed. This character. Yeah, the woman who the stare explodes and she gets run over by the bus <laughs> in Speed hilariously. I can't remember the woman's name, yeah. of course. But she's got this like fucking sex doll that's got a pair of breasts and a penis yes. which you know all right all purpose sex doll thing that's i didn't know fine. we could show like you know dildos on screen in movies oh dude I could, I, you come over sometime i'll show you <laughs> no i mean in like a pg-13 or whatever this oh. movie is well no one's using it well yeah but it's there well, you can have a dildo on a shelf <laughs> Why not? Shelf dildo, I like. Yeah, yeah. It's right next to the elf on a shelf. <laughs> they Get both see what you're doing. Me. Is there a difference? <laughs> I guess in a pinch, probably not. <laughs> Just shove it up there, man. Oh, come on. Make it work. So, you the know. Elf she, in she, the shelf? Wait, she, on the shelf? She, she's I'm like, a shelf? <laughs> I guess you could store stuff on in me. <laughs> We'll figure this out by Christmas. Probably. Uh, But yeah, so this lady comes in. She's like, so here's she's like explaining foreplay to him. And she's like, before you stick it in there, you got to do some foreplay. And she's like sticking her tongue out to this dummy like. And Steve Gutenberg's like ready to fucking vomit, as is the audience. He's still got all that warm gin in him, man. (laughs) He's ready to go, man. He could topple it any second. I was actually I kind of thought that when she didn't see him vomit from the gin that was also from her point of view and oh. another one of those like <laughs> oh yeah imaginary moments that's what i thought but so the goot in this scene is like i don't want to do this man and then the shelly long's like no 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 this is for your own good so i think it's a thing where she's like you don't know about sex because you've never had it or maybe he's had it like once or twice and gotten some bad reviews but oh, my what? lord in heaven the fact that the sister knows this by the way yeah. thanks anyway movie yeah, it's pretty creepy. It's man. disgusting. So where are we in this disgusting movie? What what happens next? <laughs> they well, go she um they trick a, her again. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of back and forth. Going back to the gas station to get the uh motorcycle and right, they have right. to um And there's a funny scene there's a funny quote unquote. scene of uh, like like she's uh Lobo God, Gus, whatever, whatever he's going by today, <laughs> and his sister are driving by this gas station, and she's uh, uh, Emily uh, Gert, uh, Jimmy Gertz is is staked out there to try to find Lobo to give him back his totem, right? And uh, they duck, and it looks like no one's driving the car because no, they don't want to get a made. Stupid together. joke! Yeah. It's a ghost car. <laughs> <laughs> There's ghost cars all up and down these highways, you know. <laughs> that somewhere around here too is when she's like okay like we'll go on a date and hang out or something and they go for a ride on his motorcycle because he's like i gotta get out of town mate and the, she, the weirdest thing is she's like oh 
what happened to your limp? Is it? Oh, here it is. Oh, like, it found me limp. <laughs> and so she's like, oh, cool. I'd be remiss if I let you leave town without going to whatever this is. I think it's the fucking dance hall from Carnival of Souls, to be completely <laughs> honest with you. They go to this like abandoned thing. There's a crotchety old redneck sweeping it up. There's a child like dancing in the back. Oh, hey, Gus. <laughs> I haven't seen you since high school. No, it's quiet. It's me, Lobo, from New Zealand. Oh, what Gus. are you saying? No, it's, I'm from New Zealand. I'm, your, I'm, I'm running a new, scam on a girl. Your new New Zealand uh, pen pal. You know, <laughs> you, yeah, we talk all the time, right? Uh, 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> Finally Lobo. came to see you, mate. <laughs> nah, Gus, this is weird. What are you saying? <laughs> So then she's like, you know, let's we're gonna do like the, a box step right now, and he's like, I don't dance, and, and oh, of course, I wouldn't dance on this limp that I definitely have, that I fake have. And then she's like, No, 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 let's and let's just dance. We're dancing to no music. That's there's romantic. Like, it's like a there's like a knockoff Phil Collins playing on the soundtrack, <laughs> but they can't hear it. You've talked to this person for exactly four hours. Why are you resting your head on their chest as if you're? This is. Fucking everlasting love. <laughs> That's a great question. Just go out for a cup of coffee or a beer. Or sure. Maybe you and get, get quick... to know each other's fake lives. <laughs> exactly. So then okay. she's... Well, I feel like Gus would, if pressed for details, would be in a lot of trouble. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, well, this, this is what and we mentioned this while we were watching it. This, with, this is what this movie needs to do to create any kind of interesting conflict is like, you know, she runs into a friend and it's like, oh, so and so and their friend from New Zealand or these friends like just yeah. came from New Zealand. Oh, what part of New Zealand are you from? Hire Bill- Peter. Ja- oh, Peter Jackson's in town. <laughs> oh, Peter. Come here, Peter. <laughs> Nobody would have cared about Peter Jackson at this point. I was going to say, what do you think he's listening to? Like, is it Peter Jackson just griping about Dead Alive on that tape that he's listening to? Oh, that's a good call. Dead Alive audio book read by Peter Jackson. The old woman's face falls into the soup and she eats it. I found out the hard way, by the way. Don't watch Dead Alive with your grandmother. Yeah, that's no, a, really. You needed a warning on that. I said about it, had it on for about twenty minutes. Oh, wow, that's like, that's twenty minutes too long yeah. for grandmother Siska. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it was no she, good. She didn't get the monster mother, so that's nice. Oh yeah. mercy! Uh, so then she's like, "Hey man, uh, you know, we just had this nice dance hall lesson. Uh, why don't you run an errand with me?" <sighs> and she goes to Shelley Long's house to return all these shitty romance novels that she didn't read. And and here it comes, like the clashing. And you'd think like Shelley Long's gonna be so happy. Here's her plan coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. And instead, this character does the exact opposite and starts fucking with him. Yeah, she's like, Oh, New Zealand, is that hot or is that cold? And he's like, Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> she actually does the New Ze- like she's like, What part of New Zealand are you from? North Kilt Town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from North Kilt Town. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's just crazy. Like Why would you be trying to queer the deal? And the little girl by the way, the little girl can only say one word, which is uncow, which is uncle. Um, so, and she says, right. she only says that when she sees Steve Gutenberg. Sure enough, she says it, and like Jamie Gertz is like, "Wow, I, I don't know, I barely remember that detail. I don't know, I met this person <laughs> once. I don't know, I got to remember everything about this uh, Your little kid eats weird stuff, right? She's yeah. Oh, bug girl. girl. Oh, it's bug girl, right? <laughs> oh, that's sorry, piglet. Not bug girl, piglet. Oh, piglet. Oh, bug God. girl. Pig- we could go either way. The and, husband comes home uh, and he's like, "Oh, cool! Hey, Gus! Hey, Gus! Fifth up motorcycle, Gus! <laughs> Gus! Gus man!" And he, he's like, 
And then, like, he remembers the grift in the middle of it, I yeah, guess. What a boob. Yeah, then he pretends like he was saying, guess. Oh, I guess what I saw. <laughs> a, a motorcycle in front of my house. But, I mean, like, now you're implicated, man. You're going down, too. This is, you're an accessory. And then, totally. and then he meets Lobo Marunga, and then he makes an offhand reference to him being foreign. And Jamie Gertz is like, how would you ever know that? How would you ever know that he's foreign? And the guy has no response to this. But like, it's like, how about he introduced himself as Lobo Marunga? <laughs> For starters. A lot of Lobo Marungas in South Carolina? <laughs> not, that's not, not in my South Carolina. There's all these Lobo Marunga license plates here. <laughs> now it just sounds like a slur. So he can't take it anymore. You know, the goot's through. He's a good guy, Andrew. He's a, he's a great guy. He's Steve. like, he's oh, yeah, best. I only lie to women. For a little while. And Shelly Long's plan is crazy. Uh, it winds up working. But she's like, look, no, no, it's fine. Look, you're going you're gonna to go out with her. She's going to fall in love with you. Right. And once she does fall in love with you, when she's super in love with you, when you tell her that you've been lying to her the entire time, yeah. she's going to be so blind with love she won't care. And I'm thinking, like, are these what her books are about? Because <laughs> that stinks. <laughs> but it's... Polanski adapted all of her books then? Like, that's what the level of this shit is. It's pretty demented, man. Shelley Long should not be allowed in America after this, you know? No, not at all. Not at all. So what happens next is... He goes over there to spill the beans. And instead of spilling the beans, he spills his seed... And yeah, that's one way to put it. He, well, he, they, they engaged in, in premarital sex. Well, she actually first, in the same night, she's like, I want to fuck this dude, and I'm a moral person, so I'm going to break up with Kyle MacLachlan. Kyle MacLachlan kind of just drives out of the movie. There's this offhand line that he's having sex with Madsen Amchick in order to get money for his newspaper, and you're like, what? He's like, goodbye movie. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole series of deleted scenes. <laughs> It's yeah. something about like her father's so, gonna finance the newspaper. The Grackle is un- is going under. Oh it man, seems that's like. a whole different movie. The Grackle's going under. <laughs> well, you spent so much money on a narc arcade game. The Grackle goes under. They move the newspaper to Australia, and Lobo Marunga can be the face. I know. I know. Kiwis are different, but he, what, he yeah. becomes the editor in chief. Yeah, <laughs> they move to digital. They just call it Grack. The Grack. Grack. Yeah. Oh, God. But this that's all to establish that Kyle MacLachlan is a bad guy and Steve Gutenberg is just the nicest guy. And whatever he <sighs> whatever. does to get love yeah, I mean. is whatever he does to get love. But he's he's nice about it, sort of like lying and pretending to be someone else so and fabricating <laughs> an entire story. After MacLachlan leaves, she, he, he comes in. He's like, I got to tell you what's going on. And she's like, no, 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 no. Don't say a word. Just make love to me. She says, I want it, and I want it now. Yeah. Even if it's for one night only, I want it. And it's like, whoa. Oh, wow, I got kids here. <laughs> What's the, the, the two questions? Are you clean? Oh, yes. Or are you gay, and are you clean? And yeah. Which like, are both very odd questions. He's like, very no, odd. and pretty much. And, and is that weird? Dubious answer also, and dubious answer. Late 80s. Are those questions weirdly related, if you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. exactly. One, of those yep. Yep. Uh, one, sexuality is a spectrum. Uh, I think that, you know, I've, uh, I fall somewhere on there. Uh, and two, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm not going to say I never, you know, jerked off to Sean Connery. But... <laughs> Zardoza? Yeah, Zardoza. <laughs> Zardoza. Oh, yes. So They do the deed. They yeah. do the dirt. Yeah. So, <laughs> they and, do the dirt. <laughs> the devil's deed. And then... What happens next, you wouldn't believe. 
he takes his I'll click contact the next page. lenses at what? I'll oh, click the next yeah, page. Yeah. After the jump. All right. He take he disgustingly like in front of her just takes his contact lenses out, showing oh. that like you were just a bet. <laughs> After Dude, but this is fucking if listen, if I fucked chilling. somebody and minutes later they took off part of a costume. <laughs> holy shit, but dude. This is after he's like, I was thinking maybe we should get married. Get married for a green card. Are you ready to do that? I'm ready to do that. Yeah, I mean, please, because yeah. now I'm in love and that's, that's what she's all that matters. And then like okay. He, he, yeah. Yeah, he takes out the contact <laughs> lenses. He he takes off the prosthetic leg. <laughs> <laughs> fixes his ankle it's like the usual suspects the greatest trick Loba Marunga ever committed was not existing well then, yeah, she, yeah, she drops her coffee mug and it says Marunga on the bottom of it there's a chalkboard in the background manufactured in New Zealand <laughs> the guy with the ankle did you see him did you see him Oh, that would be awesome. Be a, a much more realistic ending than this one. So she starts like fucking losing it, understandably, and yeah, kicks she's him out. Furious and like, um, this is the part that we did. We did tease that there was an extra that looks a lot like Tim Conway. Oh uh, yeah, he's just got two bags of groceries. Go, trying to go to his own apartment, and he's just like, oh, looks like a movie's happening. <laughs> like, I don't think that dude was supposed to be there. They can't be like, sir, will you please get out of here? We're trying to film. No. no. All right, you know what? He's he's not going anywhere, Steve. We're just gonna have to do this. Just put him in. Put him in. Call him an extra. Just fucking put him in. You know what? He kind of looks like Tim Conway. Maybe the thinks the audience will think something's going to happen with this guy. Just leave him in there, or maybe that's actually um, uh, uh, Mads and Abchick's dad, and that's part of that whole. Deleted oh, scene. Yeah. oh, that's why we didn't know mm-hmm. due to that been, series of deleted scenes. He's living in this house, and he's just like conning uh, Kyle MacLachlan. Oh, right, the double the double. Yeah, because like they think he's rich, but he's not. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, a little perfect. dirty, rotten scoundrels kind of a. Scenario. There's a lot of grifting going on. <laughs> Town of Grifting in South Carolina, man. <laughs> it's the grifting capital of the world, Charleston, South Carolina. Founded by grifting. <laughs> so uh, he goes to Shelley Long's house, and he's yelling at her like it's her fault. No, no, I'm sorry, Jamie Gertz. It, it turns back into Jamie Gertz's movie all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. It's we're just following yeah. her. She goes to Shelley Long. She starts screaming at her. It's hooting and hollering. And like Shelley Rightfully Long, so. Shelley Long's like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, uh, what should we call it? Wasn't it? Gus just did the same for me. We're no longer talking. You won't talk to me ever again. And he's leaving town to go to New York. Yeah. FYI, he's moving to New York. Yeah. To, to start anew because you were so mean to him. <laughs> <laughs> by, by being tricked into having sex and then being upset when you find out he was lying the whole time. So then it's like, you know, how could this crazy movie end? How about the most cliched way imaginable? <sighs> An airport run-in. Sure. Well, she has to like go to his house and she gets on his motorcycle for some reason because her car dies. Yeah. Well, she's driving the, the 1940s serial Batmobile. Well, she's in this car and she's like, I'm going to tell this guy off. I'm going to tell this guy off. And then a pop song comes on and she's like, I think I love him. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna keep him after. Yeah, all. someone didn't want to finish writing this screenplay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because there needs to be like this is probably a thing where like there needs. To be, I'm glad there's not 15 more minutes of this movie where like you know it takes 
he does go to New York and maybe he becomes famous or maybe she goes right. She she gets a new job in New York and they two meet years each other. later. I yeah, was, yeah. I was expecting like, uh, and I'm the only person who probably likes this movie. Uh, the breakup. Peyton reads the breakup when oh, they, right. it ends in a huge oh, yeah. blowout. You are the only person I know. I'm aware. But Wait, like, what is that? The, the, the Vince Vaughn Jennifer. Oh, I thought that movie was okay. I thought, and like it just ends with a blowout fight. Like, nope, this is over. You're <laughs> fucking disgusting. Yeah. And then jump. He's doing a little better. He's back yeah. to cartooning. He's yeah. he maybe got a new gig. Maybe the Grackle wants him now. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. He's a hot commodity. He's doing Work. political cartoons for the Grackle. He's got a good <laughs> Bill Clinton that they could use in the upcoming... It's been two years. All right. The upcoming election season. Every single cartoon strip is related to how he should be impeached. <laughs> yeah. exactly. and, and Bill Clinton, you know, he interacts with Zippy. <laughs> Zippy. Or, no, isn't it Zaggy? I don't Zaggy. <laughs> it's, it's Zangief. <laughs> but no, she goes to the airport and like she leaves his motorcycle in the uh, uh, parking parking lot. Whatever. It was it's like right, the loading zone. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And this dude is like not happy with it. <laughs> he goes, hey, my, lady. No. And my favorite. Ah, uh, lady. <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> it's the like, funniest <laughs> delivery in the movie. So he has to. So she, she just leaves that motorcycle there. Who knows what becomes of it? Well, we don't know either. The credits start rolling, man. I need a sequel just telling me what happens. <laughs> what to happens this. to the motorcycle? Or at so least she, a stinger scene. She meets up with him, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry I yelled at you. And he's like, wait, really? And she's like, yeah. He can't even believe it. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm, he's like, don't go to New York. I love you. And he's like, I'm not going to New York. I'm going to my buddy's wedding in Kalamazoo, Michigan. <laughs> It's like, oh, great. So you just got lied to again. <laughs> yeah, Just totally. so you could do this. Like, look, uh, we can agree that we'll be together. We can give this a shot. But let's also agree that we'll never talk to Shelly Long ever again. Because she's fucking poison. You, you should probably kill her. Yeah, I think yeah. you get a kill her. Yeah, at yeah. least, I think, I, I was saying restraining order, but now I'm leading more towards murder. Yeah. So well, because, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just, you know, Steve Gutenberg's just like, okay, fine. Just come with me to this wedding. and It'll be great. So they Which buy another ticket. You and cannot. They, I'm sorry. You cannot just impromptu well, was, bring someone to a wedding. Oh, oh, really? What? That's so fucking rude. Are you kidding Did me? Have a pl- maybe you had a plus one. But it's it's too late. Too late. We've tallied the RSVPs, and Gus was coming solo. Maybe the yeah they'll show us. Gus is coming, and he's he's bringing someone named Lobo Morunga with him as a plus one. Oh yeah, Lobo wants to eat. Shut up, Lobo. I got two dinners now. I want the chicken. Oh man, here's the twist. Okay, I just figured out the twist. Uh-huh. Yeah. He gets that wedding and he's going between Gus, Kubitschek, yeah. and Lobo, his oh, other wow. personality. Oh, and he's then, Mrs. Doubtfiring? And then, no, no, no. And then <laughs> it flickers in Jamie Gertz. He is Jamie Gertz the oh, whole time. Oh, he was shit. all three people. Whoa. It's identity. I knew Shelly Long identity. and the Pika girl. That's right. <laughs> Yep, he was everyone. I thought you were going to say he meets the actual Lobo Morunga. <laughs> <laughs> and it's played by actual Renegade. He, he bumps oh, into, yeah. Or it's Mr. Brooks. He's driving, and then there's Dane Cook with a mullet in the back seat yeah. talking a bad New Zealand accent. God. Um, yeah, so then they just they fly off together, cut to Shelley Long in the airport parking lot with <sighs> binoculars. These are professional-grade binoculars. These are stalking binoculars. You can't get these unless you're in the CIA. <laughs> I think they should be on like a tripod of some sort. They're that big. Oh, yeah. She should be setting up a rifle, too. (laughs) They came with an orange vest, just in case. (laughs) 
And she's like talking to the little Pika kid, and she's just like, Oh, look at that. You're going to have an Aunt Emily someday, you fucking lunatic. <laughs> that's pretty presumptive. Crazy totally. Person. I think that the, the husband is in the trunk. I think that's what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. She's about to leave dead. town. Yeah. yeah. We're going to Kalamazoo. Though, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> come on, Next Piglet. Up. Time to go to Kalamazoo. <laughs> oh, come on, Piglet. <laughs> Let's hit the road, Piglet. <laughs> There's blood just draining out of the trunk. <laughs> Man, you're and- my plus one to the wedding, Piglet. <laughs> Holy shit! And yeah, they just sort of fly off into the sunset, and she's just stalking people. Cube, easy breezy saxophone, and we're out of there. Totally. Oh, woof. Need a need a breather after that movie, man. That movie stinks. <laughs> this is an Eric Siska find. You've seen this movie like ten times. You said, I've seen right? it quite a few. I, yes. I don't know. If, I think it was, it was- on like. On pay cable, I don't think this was a Comedy Central classic. I think no, it was pay cable. I'd never seen. This I had movie. never seen it, and it was, I watched quite a lot of that Comedy Central. It was sure. on something like an HBO or something. It was yeah. on all the time, and uh, yeah, I just uh, so this movie always stuck with me because of its horrific crimes. And I would recommend <laughs> it because I feel like it is a seeing is believing. It is crazy. Yeah. It's hard, I, hard to find, but you should track it down if you can. I would not recommend it, but I think it's it's pretty close to, to a seeing is believing. Yeah, I think it's right on that. I would not recommend this at all. Again, if you find it, if somebody has it and they're like, hey, we're watching The Boyfriend School, maybe sit down because it is kind of crazy. But like, don't you know, spend any time looking for this thing. No, you know, if you're one of those rare Shelley Long cinematic completists, <laughs> sure. of course you want to seek it out. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I think it's seeing is believing, man. This movie's it's it's right up there with like uh, my best friend's wedding. Yeah, all these crazy romantic comedies that I think like it's even it's, worse. It is because like it's this is a character he's playing the entire time. Yeah, it's a tricky evil dance he's doing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah, that that's a better movie and you got Julia Roberts who's competent. And I, yes. And man, I'm you're you're speaking to a Jamie Gertz completist. I saved this one for last. Oh wait, so you're it? It's it? You yeah, got no, it? No, no, no. Nice. Wow. My favorite take, I eh, Twister might be my favorite. Take out the punch card, man. <laughs> Jamie Gertz oh. is going to officiate your wedding now. <laughs> That's Don't Tell Her It's Me, directed by Malcolm Mowbray. For more We Hate Movies, check out whmpodcast.com or sideshownetwork.tv. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, and you can email us, weallhatemovies at gmail.com. Rate and review the show wherever you get it. We would greatly appreciate it. I do want to say... Write in if you got some like if you've got a story of like a ro- some, a romantic interest lying to you in, in a crazy outlandish oh, yeah. way. I'm sure they're out I there. would love to hear about it. I'm sure they're it out is, there. This is kind of like analog catfishing in a way. It is yeah. exactly what it is. It's like cosplaying with catfishing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cos fishing. <laughs> I like that. Cosby fishing? Uh, I will be in Washington, D.C. if you're uh, listening to this before November 11th, uh, 2016. Because, you know, these go around. Oh, this, oh yeah. This, this is, is a back catalog. This is, yeah. this is a timeless classic. Uh, districtimprov.org for tickets. There you go. Uh, go to whmpodcast.com. Click on the shop button. Takes you over to our T Public page. Buy some merch there for the holiday season for it's friends the and loved ones. Season. Oh, that's right. You want some We Hate Movies merch for that shitty office secret Santa? I know we mentioned it already, but holiday season and pay it forward. Rate really do rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get totally. the show. It would really help 
the profile of the show. It would help That's us keep right. making these. And if you're not uh, a patron yet, or you'd like to gift someone a Patreon oh, membership like for the idea. holidays, patreon.com slash wehatemovies. That's how you get yourself access to our bonus shows, such as Animation Damnation, A Side Order of Sleaze, and our Star Trek podcast, The Nexus. Also granting you access, of course, to our monthly newsletter, The Big Daddy Dispatch. Mm-hmm. Uh, all and, sorts of uh, WHM odds and ends in there. Sometimes we release these commentary tracks on there. We've got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2014. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, no, I, made a two, I, I made a Turtles movie in 2004. You want to watch it? <laughs> right, it's, 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 it's Raphael and Leatherface shitting on a table. <laughs> Hashtag fan films. Uh, next week on the program, uh, what do we got? Oh, we're going back to the land of Marvel comic books. Mm. Uh, a certain 2005 film by the name of Fantastic Four. Uh, oh, it's yeah. not fantastic, just letting no. you know. But there it's are four false. of them, at least. There's, there are four of four them. Four of them in the movie. There are four movies of this, Neither, and none of them are good. That's true. Huh? <laughs> there are four movies? There are four yeah, All right, the four Roger movies. Corman kind of. Yeah. And three of them are number ones. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. So until next week with the second number one, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zeta. Chris Gabin. Eric Siska. Take it easy. Oh, that's it! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>